Hello everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode where I'm going to cover where to start with your recovery from CFS because it can feel overwhelming and you often don't know what bits of advice apply to your situation and this confusion more times than not leads to inaction. You don't know where to start so you don't start anywhere and keep hoping that recovery is going to happen by mistake, which it won't. If you can hear the noise that's going on in my house at the minute I apologize there's someone is like mowing their lawn right outside my window so I'm hoping that it doesn't pick up on the audio but um if it does apologies so getting back to it I'm actually going to tell you where to start with your recovery and then at the end give you some actionable steps that you can implement into your life right now to help you achieve the first step so the first step of recovering from CFS is 100% believing that it is possible. Now, before you get annoyed and think this is a really unhelpful answer, I implore you to keep listening because I'm going to break down why this determines whether or not you will recover um, or you won't. This is really important and people get it wrong a lot of the time. So I encourage you to keep listening. Let's just imagine for a moment that you do 100% believe that recovery is possible. And you have absolutely no doubt in you that you will get there soon. Just imagine that. You feel so confident that you will get back to being completely healthy and detached from having a CFS diagnosis. If you knew that that was the only possible outcome, how much calmer and confident would you feel day to day? How much easier would it be to deal with your symptoms when they come up? because you know that they're only temporary and it's a necessary part of your healing and you're still going upwards towards full recovery. How much less anxiety would you have? How much more energy would you have? When we stop worrying about whether or not we will recover and just take on the belief that we will, we become healthier already by default because you're lowering your stress, lowering your overthinking, lowering the time you spend in survival mode and cultivating more positivity into your life, which is a win-win-win, basically. Like, that is a great recipe to encourage more healing to occur in your body. The reason this is where you should start is because no amount of pacing, brain retraining, coaching or somatics or anything will work sustainably if you don't believe it's possible for you to recover. If you are somebody that has no good medical reason to have CFS forever, then you won't, period. The only case in which that might happen is if you don't believe in your own recovery. All of your actions will match that belief and you won't even try. Not believing in your own recovery is the surest way to fail or to not achieve recovery. I can quickly tell when I have a client who doesn't completely believe in their recovery yet because everything else that I ask them to do or they engage in is harder. They have a lot more anxiety, a lot more overthinking. They also lose motivation easily and aren't as consistent with the recovery techniques. So as soon as I detect that, I know that it's the belief that we first need to consolidate, maybe change. 
limiting beliefs are powerful and often they are subconscious, which is dangerous because you're not even aware of them. So I invite you to just take a moment now, even pause the podcast if you want to and ask yourself, do I truly believe in my recovery? Do I intuitively know that I am meant to be more than this and there is no reason for me not to recover? Just take a moment to really ponder that or those questions. And after asking yourself that, you might start to get some reasons pop into your head about why you can't recover. Write this down. And this is actually a really good indicator of what you need to focus on. For example, if you can't recover because your mind is so active and overthinking, then cognitive diffusion and presence is what you need to work on. If you're getting responses come into your head like, because I've had this for so long or because it's getting worse with time, then maybe you need to look at another limiting belief that you might have or multiple and changing your approach to your recovery, etc. Changing limiting beliefs and more specifically shifting into the mindset of 100% recovery is simple, but it's not always that easy. Creating new beliefs require your brain to find some evidence. This is really hard at the beginning when you don't have much. So what I encourage you to do is read up positive recovery stories. And I'm one of those. So here is one right now. I got diagnosed with CFS and told I would have it for between 8 to 12 years, possibly longer. But I recovered within two, completely. Now, obviously, there's a bit more to the story than that, but that is the short truth of it. And I have another episode on my own CFS recovery story if you want to know more and have a positive um, recovery example. However, point is, surround yourself with those positive recovery stories understand what's going on in your body so you can realize that there's nothing like actually holding you back but your own beliefs and then your nervous system regulation but that's not necessarily something that's holding you back because it can be improved upon it just takes time and work once you can believe recovery is possible for you and it will happen you can start making more of a plan And I'm willing to bet you will see big improvements just from making that change. Because as I said, it has an immediate effect of lowering anxiety, reducing your time spent lost in your head with doubt and worries, etc. When I work with clients on this and we get like a breakthrough, so many other things start to fall into place and become so much easier. It's way easier to be accepting of symptoms and current situations when you know that it's only temporary and you will get better. It's easier to be present, to be calm, to think clearly. Obviously not all the time. There are still challenges. Like I've said, this is only the first step. There are still going to be hard days and, you know, even weeks, right? But this is honestly the first big step of starting to recover. You cannot hope to do any of the other steps without this. It kind of ties in to acceptance. In the past, I think even on the podcast, I've said acceptance is the first stage of recovery, which still holds true. But you can only accept being sick and not feeling great now or often 
when you know you're going to recover. It's a lot harder to have acceptance of your situation and meet yourself where you're at when you don't think you're going to improve. And it just leads to resentment and a buildup of negative feelings. So acceptance and believing in your recovery are two sides of the same coin. So let's just get a bit like real. Even if you believe you're going to recover, just so you're aware, I would fully expect you to still have days where you feel like doubt or feel resentful, etc. Believing in recovery doesn't mean you're going to feel great all the time and go on an upward spiral from here. I mean, you might, who knows? It's possible. But my point is, you're allowed to still feel worried every now and then and have doubtful times, but we're just looking to minimise those. And I'm saying this because I never want you to invalidate your feelings or, you know, not process your anxieties. And from my experience, I often had times of doubt where I was like, am I ever going to recover properly? Even when I knew deep down that I fully believed I would. This is your fear speaking. And often when we're out of our window of tolerance, our worst fears get amplified, they get ramped up. But that doesn't mean that they are beliefs. You can believe in your recovery, but still have times where your fears are running wild. So differentiating between those is important. Usually you can tell when it's fear because you will be in a heightened state already. You'll be anxious or overstimulated or something like along those lines when the fears come into your head. And it's also likely when you start recovery or start a new method that you will doubt, um, that your doubt, sorry, will increase. And this is because you're trying something new and your brain is taking that new thing as a threat and basically trying to protect you and keep you stuck as you are now. Often when people start the program, doubt is very high. Like there's an initial kind of motivation and excitement and then loaded doubt creeps in because they're stimulating their brain and their nervous system in a new way. So they go slightly out of their window of tolerance and therefore anxiety gets higher and therefore their worst fears get amplified. So this is actually kind of a way of me knowing that they're on the right path. This is only the case for some people. But again, the point here is that it's okay to have fears and doubts when you're in a state of dysregulation, which if you have CFS, you are a lot of the time or some of the time. But as much as possible, we need to reconsolidate the fact that you are going to recover. When you're calm and collected, you might find this really easy to believe. But when your symptoms or something stressful comes up, it's harder to believe. So, as promised at the start, here are some things that you can implement um, today or now to help you um, during those times of when you're dysregulated. So number one, remind yourself, I am out of my window of tolerance right now. So nothing my mind or brain is saying is true. You can write that down or just repeat it out loud. I'll say it again. I'm out of my window of tolerance right now, so nothing my mind or brain is saying is true. This helps you get some distance from all of your fears. Number two, and I've kind of already touched on this, but read positive recovery stories or listen to. There are amazing ones out there. 
often we think we uniquely can't recover because it's us and we have x y and z situation going on but I promise you somebody in your situation has recovered too likely a whole load of people remember as well loads of people don't even share their recovery stories right CFS isn't just limited to the stories you do see online. I looked up on Google before I did this episode, 17 to 24 million people suffer with CFS worldwide. Now, this is obviously quite an inaccurate statistic and it, it was just the first thing that came up, came up on Google. But that is still crazy, right? Like even if it's anything near that rough amount, that is crazy. So imagine how many people recover that you haven't heard of. Just because this illness isn't spoken of much in like the medical community and the support is even worse doesn't mean that people don't suffer with it worldwide. I know it can feel like it's just you, but it isn't. So hunt out those positive recovery stories when you can. And the third and final um, thing that you can implement right now is visualisation. Visualise yourself fully believing in your recovery, kind of like how we did at the start of the podcast. Close your eyes and breathe and really, really, really imagine what it would be like, how you would feel if you could 100% guarantee your recovery from CFS. See what emotions and sensations cultivate within you. That is the goal. This is how you could feel a lot more often if you believed. And my last sub point that I want to make today to um, hopefully like sway any of the stragglers listening is that what is the harm? Like what's the harm in believing in recovery? Why would you not? There is no side effect. I'm not asking you to try a new prescription drug that's got a million different side effects. There is no downside to believing in your recovery. Only an unlimited upside. Like I said, it is a win-win. And if you're thinking right now that it will be even more disappointing when I don't recover, that is probably because you've been stung before. You've tried a recovery program or a recovery technique that didn't work. You opened your mind to recovery and it didn't happen as you thought, so you've given up. Or, you know, it's been a long time since your diagnosis, so you've given up. Possibly things like this have happened more than once as well, which has just reconsolidated your kind of negative belief around your recovery. I'm just going to turn this into a metaphor for you to get some perspective. You know when people get heartbroken and they just like go off love? They go into their next relationship anticipating that it won't work and something will go wrong, so they act defensive and mysterious, so it inevitably does or they just avoid relationships altogether. That is how you are acting right now. You are manifesting your own future with your behaviour and your beliefs. You're cutting yourself off from full recovery because you're too scared of trying and it not working. But in doing that, you are guaranteeing that you won't recover. Just like people cut themselves off from a beautiful relationship because they have been um, hurt before. So they continue to hurt themselves indefinitely and shut themselves off to potential. It's counterintuitive. Don't let yesterday's pain 
define today's actions. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. If you do get value from this podcast, I would love it if you could share, follow or review it simply so it can continue to grow and reach more people suffering with CFS. It'll take you less than a minute, but it could change someone else's life for the better.